Thank you for listening to my friend's place on WGUTLP Gainesville 100.1 FM.
see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No. The cartoon was excellent, and the oh. movies were even like more well refined. The price of these suckers. No. Never saw. What are you guys looking uh, at? Oh, uh, new couches. We got rid of the old one, but the prices are insane. That's uh, nuts, man. I think we should just rent like we did the last time. You know? Wait, you rented your sofa? Yeah, I and mean, all we did was pay the interest. How much was the interest? Oh, it's nothing. It was like twenty-five bucks a week. Yeah. How long did you have it? Fifteen uh, yeah, years. Fifteen years, yeah, bro. <laughs> you spent close to twenty thousand dollars on a couch you never owned. Twenty thousand? No. Where are you getting that from? No. Fifty-two weeks a year, twenty-five dollars a week. Fifteen years. Nineteen thousand five hundred dollars. That seems high. That's pretty bad business, mm, fellas. Mm. I don't understand why prices are so high right now. Inflation. Uh, right. Yeah. Oh well, right. Inflation. I mean, yeah. Because of the inflation. You guys do understand what inflation is, right? Inflation? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But for the sake of argument. Yeah. Pretend we don't. Inflation is when the price of goods and services go up. Yeah. 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 Right. Oh, thank God. Hey, I'm being evicted. The, the landlord, he jacked up my rent and I can't pay. Now listen, I have glued my hand to the door so they can't physically remove me. Just a second, Deandra. See, inflation happens when there's more demand than there is supply. Yes. Right. I don't think they're getting... You want me to, you want me yeah. to walk them through it? Charlie. Yeah, you, shut up, Charlie. You don't understand any of That's this. not true, dude. I've learned a lot about business living with Frank. You know, yeah. I know stuff. Also, speaking of, I got an investment idea that I'd love to pitch you guys if I... If I... Patties. Do not hang up on... Charlie, we don't want to hear it. Frank, keep going. Well, you see, the government tries to curb inflation by raising interest rates so that people borrow less and spend less. Okay, so if prices are going up, could we get a raise? No, well, you see, if I raise your wages, then you'd have more money. Yeah. And that, in this case, is not good. No! Because, you know, it would increase inflation. Yeah? And we don't want that to increase, no. right? So maybe what we would need to do is lower our wages. I get it. But that would cause a recession. Yeah. Which could lead to a depression. So you can't. Which you can't do can. that. Of course. Yeah. Take a pay cut. Mm -hmm. right. Or a raise. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No. That's money talk. Yeah, that's money talk right there. That's money Basically, talk. Basically, it boils down to your nut, right? Like, how much, like, nut do you go through a month, right? Are you storing up your nut or are you exactly. just blowing through it? Like, okay, um, how much nut do you guys blow through in a month? A I ton. don't want to talk to you about... Oh, yeah, I figured you were, man. So yeah. you got you got to try to hang on to some of that nut, otherwise it's all gone. Well, that's the screwy thing about it. Money isn't as valuable as it always was. It's and and money's not totally as valuable, different. right? How can the value of money be different? Money is money. No, a buck is not worth a buck. No, no. No, no, it's worth 25 cents right there, now. There, yeah. A dollar's worth 25 cents. Yeah. 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 yeah, but I'll give you 50 cents for a buck. Hey. Uh, I think that sounds like a deal. good deal. Yeah? Huh. Okay, you know what? I only have a 10. I give you a five. That's money talk. <laughs> Let's go. Nice, nice. Go. That, yeah. Deal. Deal.
You got me frustrated And I don't know what to do I'm trying to make a living I can't save a cent It takes all of my money Just to eat and pay my rent I got the blues I'm not one of those highbrows. I'm average Joe to you. I came up eating cornbread, candied yams, and chicken stew. Now you take that paper dollar. It's only that name. The way that buck is struck, it's a low-down dirty shame. That's why I got the blues. Got those inflation blues.
You think you're lounging like this kids by the pool? No, sir, do not do lay away. 
I'm not surprised that you are acting this way. Go hit the hope you got some shit on your back. You've got the little mouse in your throat. Pennies, pounds, dollar bills, signed agreements, death wills, appreciation, monetary, big in cryptocurrency. Okay, uh, wrapping up that uh, warm-up mix this week here on my friend's place. It was Creep Show with uh, Money Back. For that, you had the uh, Chips theme theme song from the uh, 70s uh, TV motorcycle show. Pretty entertaining. Uh, then after that, it was Pink Floyd with Money. Then from the Always Sunny in Philadelphia TV show, you heard uh, Frank ins explains inflation to the guys. Then it was a uh, Gainesville uh, legend, B.B. King, uh, following uh, inflation up with the inflation blues. Then uh, shifted gears and went with some Pet Shop Boys. Opportunities, let's make lots of money. And then that's it. That's everything you have heard thus far this week here on My Friend's Place. And hey, heads up. Changing the name of the show actually already changed it. So uh, in future weeks, it will be Living with Grandma instead of My Friend's Place. But uh, that's not something you need to worry about right now. But uh, um, Sixth Street News. Uh, it was a quiet... Um, yeah, it was a quiet week out on bike patrol, um, out in the zone, which is, like, definitely a good thing, uh, because people that have been listening will remember um, back how I saved a man's life two weeks ago um, on the corner of 6th Street and, um, it must have been 32nd, uh, but uh, um, this dude, I believe, had nodded out, and he was definitely passed out uh, behind the wheel of his truck. Uh, blocking traffic back into the neighborhood. Uh, so, you know, I think I can probably describe myself basically as this guy's human Narcon, or Narcan. Yes, Narcan, I believe. Um, but anyway, saved that life. Then last week, uh, there was this man who had pants on but no shirt walking through the uh, Ross uh, Dress for Less parking lot and he was throwing tree limbs at passing by automobiles. Luckily, um, he didn't actually need saving as because uh, when the incident came to a head, uh, the people in the car, I think they kind of realized that something was off about the person. Uh, so rather than uh, yell and scream and throw punches, they just went their other way. So uh, I was very happy with that incident at Wendy's uh, last week. Um, so after those two crazy things, a quiet week of 6th Street Patrol, in my opinion, was well-deserved. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, Elmer the Possum. Um, he's still decomposing up on the 6th Street sidewalk. Um, if you keep in count, as I know some of you are, it's day 77, and if you divide that number by 7, you'll uh, come to the fact that that is 11 weeks that it's been in the middle of the sidewalk. 
And now though, it's just really like a small roundish pile of fur. You would never really even notice unless like myself who passes by it multiple times a day, uh, you knew that it was actually there. In fact, I almost ran over it today because it kind of looks like a pile of leaves and debris. Um, but even up further on 6th Street, um, there are a pair, I'll say misplaced pants, uh, that were on the side of 6th Street, kind of pressed up uh, against the curb. Uh, just right around where um, I told you about how they tore down that old uh, um, gas station and convenience store called Gator Garage, and I don't know exactly what they're doing with that. If someone's got the, the deets on that, um, definitely sign on my DMs. And, oh, this takes me back to a question from last week. Um, who removes uh, debris from 6th Street or the sidewalks, whether it's a dead possum, dead armadillo, or a lost uh, pair of long pants? Um, because those pants were only out there for like two days. Compare that to uh, the armadillo on the sidewalk. And um, again, I'll repeat my personal request that anyone from City uh, call me with this information. I'd love to share it with uh, all the listeners, uh, the local ones here in Gainesville on the radio, and my international uh, crowd like in Germany and Amsterdam. So uh, truthfully, um, though, if you want to break things down, there was really only one big 6th Street news story this past week, and it is a biggie. Um, that would be the grand reopening of Sweetberry's restaurant on uh, 6th Street and 5th Ave. Almost on 6th Street, just a little bit off, um, a little bit further west on 5th uh, Ave. And they <laughs> put it in the old Fletcher's of all places. So if you're old school Gainesville, you know about Fletcher's and more on that coming up in a second, which uh, reminds me, though, uh, to tell the listeners, especially the radio listeners, that this part coming up is not an endorsement, it's not part of a payola deal, it's not even a call to action, which are all these, like, weird community radio station terms and rules, but, uh, um, anyway, uh, so the Sweetberries in Gainesville, which I ate there all the time, it was originally up on 13th Street. Um, but it moved east over to 6th Street, and it's been closed for, I don't know, about a year. Uh, not exactly a year, a little bit less, but something like that. Um, oh, I'd also like to add, they've got Sweetberries, it's got a great sign. Even though the restaurant itself is not directly on 6th, the sign is. And we all know um, exactly what Bar Rescue's John Taffer says about like having proper signage for your business. And uh, Sweetberries. Another thing that I really liked, they did a fabulous job remodeling and renovating that old Fletcher's. Um, they've got this like killer little nice lunch counter. When you come in, like old fashioned, you can sit there and eat your sandwich. I'll uh, have like a side room. Then there's this outside porch area that will be uh, fabulous uh, in November when it finally cools down, hopefully. And I would say that the new location uh, for Sweetberries and Fletcher's has much of the same like ambience as the old 13th Street location. Um, if you're a local and you're familiar with that restaurant and you've been in there before. Um, and then talking about my most recent trip, uh, the new location, I was fortunate enough to get my favorite sandwich, uh, which is on their menu. It's called a Jersey Shore. And it's not just my favorite sandwich at Sweetberries, but I would have to say the Sweetberries Jersey Shore is just simply my favorite sandwich, period. And I realize um, that that is a 
powerful declaration about sandwiches. And actually, you could pick a random sandwich from the Sweet Berries menu, and I would be satisfied with it. Um, in fact, uh, a little side here, uh, the very first muffalata ever munched on is from uh, Sweet Berries. But the funniest thing um, about this uh, new location is that it took over Fletcher's, uh, which again, if you're old school Gainesville, you know was one of the craziest nightclubs slash bars in all of Gainesville history. Probably even challenging the old, not the new, the old Simons uh, for uh, prime people watching. Uh, I always wanted to go to Fletcher's, um, but as you figured out by now, I am very shy and introverted, so I never went, and I do regret that decision now. Um, but this does lead to a story about Fletcher. It's just not my personal story. And straight up, this is a story not fit for little children. Uh, so if you've got kids in the back seat, just turn your audio down for two minutes. Um, so like I said, if you have a child or me mom in the car, uh, turn it to something else for a couple of minutes and I'll be done. And I've actually never mentioned this before, but I did actually, surprisingly, graduate from college in Gainesville. So I wound up doing most of the things that college age men and women did living uh, in the city, like going to Market Street Pub, hanging out a full circle, trying to actively avoid the uh, purple porpoise. Sorry there, porpoise. Um, I'd stay up really late and go to Old Simon's to hear the resident DJs and then Every single time, Sasha and or John Digweed uh, would come through and play in Gaisel. So uh, I did like to go out. And as you progress in your education, you go, um, how can I describe this? You go from sitting like in an enormous auditorium that's probably going to have like football players and gymnastics and pretty much every single uh, UF athlete you could imagine uh, sitting in that auditorium uh, with like, I don't know, 800 people taking human sexuality or theater appreciation which is a hugely popular uh, class when I went to school here in Gainesville and uh, it goes from like these giant like stadium classes uh, eventually as you move up down to like 15 to 20 people uh, so at that point you actually wind up making like new friends with the people that are in whatever program you're up you're in uh, trying to graduate and I did so I found this small group of friends who were just as nerdy as me um, but we also did like to go out and have fun from time to time or, you know, get to, this is how old I am, get together to watch South Park um, a long time before it uh, stopped being funny and uh, interesting. Um, but out of nowhere, this group, these friends that I've made in college, they made a really uh, interesting, interesting, terrible decision. Um, they were going to go out on the weekend. I have no idea how this started, but they're going to go out on the weekend on uh, crack binges, uh, which to this day still blows my mind. And I have seen a lot of stuff go down in my life. Um, it was crazy, though, because truly it didn't affect their grades at all, uh, which is maybe the most amazing thing about this, this uh, awful story. Um, they all graduated on time. Uh, with me basically but uh obviously i don't want to have anything to do with that situation <laughs> that's not what i signed up for and i'd rather be home by myself watching like uh, pulp fiction for the fifth time 
uh, while they were out and about doing their crack binges. And, um, of course, like every story that involves uh, crack or cocaine, I imagine, uh, things go wrong. Um, like I said, as I imagine, pretty much is 100% of the time in the world of crack. So, it did start going wrong. Well, it started going wrong at the very beginning when they decided to go on this adventure. But really, the bad decisions really started to go wrong when uh, there was this time where they gave this money to this one-legged drug dealer, um, who I will call Eddie. I don't actually recall if Eddie's his actual name, but it's pretty close if it isn't. Um, and anyone who was downtown in like the late 90s, uh, you would recognize Eddie because he was like always downtown and always has like some kind of hustle going on like washing your car windows um, when you parked or another one of his favorites was um, security and promising to keep your car from getting uh, broken into if you gave him a dollar or two anyway well apparently <laughs> <laughs> As the legend goes, my friends uh, gave this guy money to go and buy crack for them, and he ripped off, ripped them off, and just like disappeared and come back with crack. And took their money, uh, so they wound up like the weekend after that, I believe. They spent the weekend hunting uh, down Eddie, because again, this is a very visible guy in the middle of uh, Gainesville, and they wanted to get their money back, um, which is still crazy. That's a whole aside. Uh, so they did wind up finding him, and there was some kind of altercation. Um, so you've got uh, my friends, three guys, maybe four guys, and going on one-legged uh, Eddie. And so obviously, four college-age dudes and one guy without a leg. Things did not go well for Eddie. And really, that should have been that should have been uh, the end of the crack. Uh, era for, for these dudes, but it wasn't, which takes us um, all the way back to Fletcher's, where Street Sweetberries now calls home. Um, they were going to go yet on another bender. This could have been a week or month after this last incident. Um, they needed someone, some way, somewhere to buy crack, which winds up leading them to this parking lot outside of Fletcher's, where Sweetberries is now located, uh, to purchase some I don't know, a known quantity of crack, which was dumb to begin with, but especially dumb because Fletcher's, if you're not a local, it's pretty much located right next to the police station on 6th Street. Um, so out of this group of friends I was with that were doing, it was like two of them, and um, they were going to go, and they were going to go to Fletcher's and basically um, pick up whatever they, they wanted uh, for the weekend, and they did say um, as they were going up there to do this purchase that they both felt something bad was about to happen, and it did. Um, as they were getting ready to do uh, the money exchange, they wound up getting jumped and robbed in that Fletcher's uh, parking lot uh, by a group, I believe, of four very muscular <laughs> big men. And so clearly it was a setup. And I should mention, it's, it's a bad story, but not that bad, because none of the injuries here required any kind of emergency medical situation, or attention rather, um, but they were really bruised and scraped up pretty good and hopefully learned some kind of a lesson, but that would be another story for another day. And 
as they are being pummeled on the ground, um, of course, one-legged Eddie appears out of the darkness from behind, I guess, like a minivan or something. And my friend says one of the last things he remembers before blacking out uh, was one-legged Eddie kicking him right in the face with that stub. So, um, yeah, uh, Sweet Berries is open right now. Uh, they've got limited hours uh, from noon to 6 in the old Fletcher's location, obviously. And if anyone from Sweet Berries wants to partner up with WGOT and do a little underwriting, then uh, just DM us. DM us, rather. Um, WGOT has really affordable rates. But um, uh, that completes 6th Street News. So um, what I'm going to do, I really want to keep like the anti-drug theme. Like, don't get involved with the stuff, kids. Um, and I'm going to play a song that's actually often uh, misrecognized as a pro-drug song. Um, kind of like the same thing uh, with the people that think uh, Born in the USA is like a July 4th um, American propaganda song, and it's not. Um, this song you're going to hear now is actually a really uh, strongly worded anti-drug song that wound up, for some reason, um, being like considered a pro-drug uh, song. But anyway, that's a lot of exposition to know that you're about to hear Grandmaster Flash and Melly Mel with White Lines. Don't do it here on my friend's place. Crystals painted pure and white. A multi million dollars 
almost overnight. Twice as sweet as sugar, twice as bitter as salt. And if you get hooked, baby, it's nobody else's fault, so don't do it. Assistant. Two black whips, switch ones that I pick with me, gotta be specific My recent trousers, feeling like Bowser She got a peach, it's different, champagne clink, getting fizzy What's a Maltese to the big dog, we barely here Started my day in the beige, kimono, they love me like Ray Romano, I was overseas getting paid in Poland You was on IG paying for promo, switch my flow, never switched up though Remember you tried and she just wouldn't go Me and her was talking about life, talking about death And where she think we go, military green on my sleeve Everything black like a watermelon seed Pay bread, olive oil, cheese Try and keep up and I got them going deep Comments on the Z's Niggas my sons paying alimony fees Olive bear skin if you see you deceased And what you behold is beyond me Yeah 
Switch my paint, it's what I'm in an automobile. Switch my paint, it's what I'm in an automobile. Falling out the bed, I shouldn't have been drinking lean. Feeling like Fred, I'm feeling down stone and sea. Yeah. Hey, my leg with jig, but like a seal, I'ma buy a Celine, it's the top of my dreams Every time I step out the crib, hammer cock with a beam, it's not what it seems She wanna have a KS day, tell her rock with the team, it's always a scheme On the road, she's in the videos, playing my release, I'm stopping to see it Even though they told me I couldn't be running profitably, I'm profiting still You wanna catch a sale, little shell, come and stop by the bridge, we happy to see you Mama say when I get off tour, I should cop me a beam, I don't got a degree yet I ain't even reached the top of my peak, way out of your league, this ride a little scenic Niggas tryna prove they ain't flukes Tryna ride off my skill Tryna buy what I built Drop 50 bands on my Cuban Like I don't got bills I'm sorry I spilled When I look at my bank I don't think it's time to go chill On top of the script I'm way out of states Exchange rate All of my bills Give it to me like a bill Switch my paint It's what I'm in an automobile Switch my paint It's what I'm in an automobile Falling out the bed I shouldn't have been drinking me Feeling like Fred, I'm fleeing down Stony Sea. Going deep
Okay, that is a new one from uh, Royce and Murphy. You knew the Payphone remix here on My Friend's Place. Before that, um, you had a Grand Flaster, uh, Grand Flaster, try that again, Grandmaster Flash, and Melly Mel with White Lines, don't do it. Uh, then after that, you had uh, a little bit more hip-hop. This is a new one, though, from uh, Valley and Harry Fraud. It's called Watermelon Automobile, and it features Saba and Mavi. Then right after that one, you had uh, Dark Tea, Day by Day. Then uh, a group that I discovered recently, not that recently, maybe the springtime. It's a Strange Ranger with Wide Awake, and that's like the third song you've heard recently from, from them here on My Friend's Place. And that's it. Everything um, I played musically on the show now, you are completely caught up with. So let's switch over to today's topic. And today's topic is going to be vacation. And I think it's pretty clear uh, to the listeners that I don't really like leaving uh, my home at 6th Street. And I definitely don't like leaving the zone. Uh, but some people uh, I knew or know, uh, they wanted to go to the beach. And um, I really wanted like a nice setting to read my new Lindy's uh, 2023 College Football Preview Magazine. And along with Athlon's magazine, those are like a rite of passage in summertime uh, for all football-loving persons here in the deep south of a certain age, which I am at. Uh, so, I was going to go to the beach so I could read that magazine, and I wanted to be really organized, especially I don't want to forget that magazine. Uh, so I made like a beach list the night before, which is a really smart thing to do if you're packing. Uh, then, when it came time to pack, I discovered that I had misplaced or lost that list, which was kind of a bummer. But, I did find the list uh, the next day after I came back from the beach, though. And, I gotta give myself, like, um, a very strong A- minus for, for packing. Because, uh, actually, the only thing that I forgot off of the list that I made, lost, and then found uh, was my flip-flops. Um, which sounds really bad, but really isn't that bad because they hurt my feet. So, I was off to uh, Butler Beach, which also happens to be the home of the National Beach Pop Tennis Championships, which are fun to watch. And of course it was hot. Surprise. Um, not surprised there. Uh, the first mishap, though, is I injured my ankle almost as, in a lame way as when I broke my rib recently. Uh, so over at Butler Beach, it was low tide, and there is an outside sandbar where you can swim out to, and you can stand and catch waves and do some cool body surfing. Um, but that sandbar is about an Olympic-sized swimming pool uh, swim over deep water uh, from the inside sandbar um, where you can't stand and touch, um, even if you are about the same height as uh, Tom Cruise's. But uh, I could have probably swam freestyle um, more easily but I had sunglasses on my head so I had to swim with sunglasses um, holding them I wound up doing this like modified dog paddle where I just kicked and didn't use my arms and it wound up being a lot harder than I thought it was going to be and apparently like riding around on your bike and those muscles are not quite the same as the muscles used for swimming um, 
So it was pretty uh, taxing there. But um, also, while I was sitting on the beach listening to uh, Mediocre Tom, uh, Time with Tom and Dan and reading my Lindy's College Football Preview magazine, uh, something actually caught the corner of my eye. And it was this uh, a fool, or this woman, and she's standing in ankle deep water. Uh, and then, out of nowhere, she begins to uh, twerk uh, in the surf with complete and total joy, which I thought was cool. And she turns around and she catches like my, my casual gaze. And then the twerking lady and my eyes, we uh, looked at each other for a moment. And um, what I really wanted her to know is not that I was staring at her, uh, but more that I was envious of her uh, self-confidence to twerk so closely to unknown strangers like myself. Um, simultaneously, uh, there was this uh, rather attractive group of uh, Brazilian 20-somethings, and they're all kicking a ball around, and they're directly behind my uh, beach chair. Uh, perhaps I'm jumping to conclusions, though, because... Um, just because they were playing soccer and they were, were well-tanned and athletic, uh, fit, doesn't necessarily mean that um, they're Brazilian people. So, uh, sorry about that, Brazil. Uh, eventually, though, the heat cools down and the winds pick up. And, of course, it's time to leave. Uh, time to get out of this wet underwear and bathing suit that I've been wearing for five or six hours. Uh, so, I do this move next to the car. I've done... A thousand times changing out of a wetsuit or swim trunk or baggies in satellite beach any harbor beach wherever uh, you wrap the towel around your waist um, gently pull uh, the wet pants off take your dry pants slide them up super easy move not complicated at all remove towel you're ready to go I've made this move many times but never with iPod headphones in my ear and an iPod in my pocket, and so it's got a cord attached. As I yank down uh, my wet bathing suit, the headphones in my ear, well, they don't exactly want to move, which causes the, the headphone cord uh, to pull forward and rip open the towel, uh, which was the only thing now I had covering my uh, body. And for a brief second, uh, the family celebrating something or another on um, this beach pavilion uh, right in front of me. I think they got a surprise they, they surely didn't want and uh, did not deserve at all. But uh, I have quick reflexes and that wound up paying dividends as I was pretty quickly able to um, gather up the fallen towel and reapply it around my nether regions. Uh, and then eventually I, I did get the um, dry pants on even though I should have gone to uh, the changing stations at Butler Beach, but that's another story. Um, now, one of the most memorable events about this vacation event uh, was when we stopped for gas, and it was this random convenience store. I don't even remember the name, and it sucked. I do remember that. I went in to use the restroom, and I wanted to grab a Kit Kat and a cold drink that has some kind of sugar or caffeine because I was kind of tired. Now, immediately entering this uh, bad convenience store. It was evidence that chaos was raining. There's people kind of waiting to check out in the semi-line, like four or five of them. Uh, but the only employee in there, she has this giant, like, oversized custodian uh, broom sweeping up and down the aisles looking at the people. And of course, 
neither bathroom is uh, working in this place. And look, here it is. If you're a gas station and you're pulling that stump that your bathrooms are always uh, broken because you don't want people to use them, then just post that outside um, the store uh, before I stop and get gas and actually choose to walk into your store to use the restroom. So I'll get off my soapbox now. By the time though, uh, I went to see the bathrooms were closed in the back of the store and I make it all the way over to the drink cooler and I'm going to settle on a regular uh, Mountain Dew because they don't have that much in there. Um, there are now clearly like five or six people and they have established a, uh, a line and they're waiting there. Uh, still no cashier at the cash register. And then I think back um, to last week's topic about bad choices and the bad choice I made by putting that 12-pack of Diet Mountain Dew on top of my stove and almost burning down my house, I learned from that. I take that lesson and I like apply it to this current predicament. Um, so I do actually get in line. I'm like, okay. But I only wait like 60 more seconds. As at the very front of this line, there is a, uh, how to put this delicately, a uh, highly inebriated woman uh, trying to pick out a specific kind of lottery ticket. And um, at that moment, I predict, hey, I'm going to be, dude, I'm going to be standing here like at least um, five more minutes to get all the way up to the top. Uh, just waiting basically now to pay this for the soda because I couldn't even use the the bathroom and in all this craziness I've forgotten the Kit Kat I wanted anyway and I'm not getting out of line to go get that Kit Kat. So I say serenity now quietly to myself and I put the soda back in the cooler and quietly walk out because um, in the past uh, maybe I make a little bit of a scene uh, in all that chaos um, but just being chill was the right move to do something I learned last week about bad choices and um, I like I really do like that um, you can see my uh, weekly growth each and every week here on uh, living with grandma so uh, let's get into music from Beach House uh, this is wishes on uh, living with grandma on WGOT LP Gainesville
weight is lifting off my mind And everyone is running wild The earth has split beneath our toes And everybody knows The past away from me Run along and dip my feet Hold our breath and we can go down Hope you see the best in me Diving under next to me Hold our breath and we can go down Wonder how our lives could be Say it's one, just promise me Hold our breath and we can go
right from a uh, new Fleetwood Mac concert release from the 1977 concert at the Fabulous Forum in LA. Um, that is Fleetwood Mac with Dreams. Um, before that, uh, here on uh, Living with Cramela, uh, you had a Beach House with Wishes. Then it was one from Molly Birch, uh, song titles Physical. After that, you had Holy Wave, Nothing in the Dark. And uh, that's everything you've heard today on the show so far. So um, at this point, each and every week here on Living with Cramela, what we like to do is uh, some TV and uh, movie reviews, but truthfully, I haven't really watched uh, much or any new shows or movies the last three weeks because of the Tour de France. And uh, spoiler alert, Jonas Vinegard was the repeat champion. Um, so uh, hopefully I didn't blow that for you. And the team that Jonas Vinegard's on also has the best American bicyclist, Sepp Kuss, who is uh, basically the third rider on that team and second best climber. So he got it. Very patriotic. Very happy for Sepp Kuss. Uh, so you're probably wondering, what um, is actually the thrill of watching uh, these uh, little dudes ride around on a bike? And the first thing I would always say, like, immediately for that is ASMR. And if you know what that is, uh, cycling is kind of a video uh, version of that. And Golf Forever, they had that crowd. But um, uh, Tour de France kind of called up. Uh, to them in some ways and they have the same exact rhythm as as golf does but instead of like one really well manicured golf course you in the Tour de France you get to travel across uh, French countryside uh, through these little villages and there's actually times where I'm watching them ride by these shops and I'm like hey dude take a break go in uh, go in that little cute uh, pastry cafe uh, get a cappuccino get some stand-up service and a pastry and um but no, they keep riding. And uh, another really uh, cool thing that I like about Tour de France is you can wake up early because uh, it basically starts at 7 a.m. but lasts five hours until noon. So you can wake up, turn your TV on at 7 a.m. and you can sleep watch the entire first half of the race um, in and out, uh, which I understand is hard to achieve with the lifestyle outside the zone. Uh, but you know the race photography is beautiful. And, you know, it's like going on a sightseeing tour across uh, France. Get the announcers. Part of the time they're announcing the race, and other times they're telling you about some great uh, 17th century cathedral um, as the helicopters are passing by and filming. Um, and here's a couple other um, ex auxiliary reasons to watch Tour de France. And I'll just number them, because I'm a... Uh, running out of time here to get this show done. So reason number one, um, if you are the first place rider overall in the tour and somehow you manage to fall off of your bike uh, in the race, your other main competition will actually slow down and wait for you to get back on your bike and catch up. Pretty cool. Reason two, uh, every time a new person um, who's never won a, a Tour de France stage wins one, and there are 21 uh, separate stages, so there are lots of new winners. Uh, that person, every single time, starts crying, like boohoo crying. Uh, nationality does not matter in the situation. French, Dutch, 
Ecuadorian, Brit, Slovenian, American, Colombian, Belgian, it does not matter. Reason three. Uh, they eat lunch. This is really cool. They eat lunch on their bikes. Uh, and the people on the side of the road for their team, they hand them these cute little bags while they're riding. And they grab them as they pass by. And inside that bag, of course, there's a bunch of protein bars and weird drinks. But uh, sometimes in the race, they have like a little sandwich, a French baguette, uh, and a little tiny Osolito Coke. And I would be so happy if I'm in a race and somebody passed me a sandwich and a tiny little Coca-Cola while I was riding a bike really fast. Reason four. Uh, crazy crashes. Crashes are the only reason, in my opinion, anyway, to watch NASCAR. Um, but they fall way further down on the list of Tour de France, even though they can be kind of uh, entertaining. And there's always these wicked awful crashes caused by uh, the spectators, the people that are on the side of the roads with no barriers, or at the end of a uh, sprint stage where people are riding like maniacs. Uh, I just watched this really strange crash uh, this morning, and the women's Tour de France were the peloton, the main groups all riding along, and this one uh, lady, she just rides straight off and down into a ditch and got uh, pretty badly injured, so um, there are crashes, and that is one uh, possible reason to watch the uh, Tour de France. I think I'm on reason five. I've lost track. I'm just going to say number five. Uh, the athleticism. And sure, there's always going to be debate over which um, pro sport has the best and most uh, elite athletes. And I think it's a really good point to be made for pro basketball and pro soccer. But these tiny little 140-pound men in the Tour de France do uh, some pretty amazing things uh, athletically. Uh, 21 individual races in 23 days, uh, about 120 miles like a stage. So you're riding usually five hours a day, um, oftentimes straight up the side of like the biggest mountains in France. And what's really impressive, at least for me, I ride slow, but these guys, they ride bikes up the steepest mountains faster than I can actually ride on the flat pavement, which is a compliment to them, a detriment to me. Reason six. Uh, I think I'm on reason six. Reason six. The riders are boring. And you hear boring, you think bad, but I mean boring in a good way. I'm sure that these, these guys, 180 guys basically, I'm sure they have their own like character issues and flaws, but one thing you'll never see the winner doing this year, Jonas uh, Venegard, you'll never see him on uh, Instagram showing off his uh, pistol uh, in a late night strip club around 4 a.m. in the morning on uh, his IG feed. So uh, shout out John Morant, who right now is suspended from the NBA, unfortunately. Or you'll probably never see, you know, like a, uh, a cyclist in some weird incident where someone gets killed in a drunk uh, drunk driving like drag race basically uh, that involved his teammates and then uh, get it covered up. Uh, shout out University of Georgia Bulldogs on that one. But uh, yeah, you don't have that kind of stuff on in uh, Tour de France as much. Uh, I like the boring nature of the race. Uh, then another reason, um, I've lost track, uh, the culture. 
most people watching Tour de France have like a favorite rider and a team, but uh, most people who are watching the race are first and foremost they're wishing for like a close and well ridden, well ridden, well ridden race. In fact, I would say uh, most spectators uh, they are more rooting for like the race um, to be good over like any individual or team glory. So imagine like me watching FSU who I do not like uh, play Clemson and I'm wishing that FSU would get back into the game and make the game score closer. Not gonna happen. Which is the all-time worst impression of Dana Carvey doing uh, the George Bush impression ever. So that's why I don't do impressions. Thank the Lord. Uh, the Tour de France though is over for 2023. But there is another big race coming up in Spain if you want to uh, jump on board the cycling bandwagon here in Gainesville. Um, and that is going to be the La Velta, which comes up, I believe, right around the beginning of um, September at the end of the summer. Unfortunately, all the race coverage for these, these races, which should be like on ESPN or something else, they've all been stuck behind a paywall over there at Peacock. But, but... You can uh, get a, a whole year of Peacock for $20. Just gotta scour the internet for a $20 code. And that's it. That's what I've watched pretty much the last three weeks. So uh, let's hear uh, Kraftwerk Tour de France next on Living with Crambler.
right, that is Who Is She? 96 Ghouls. Thank you for listening to uh, Living with Grandma here on WGOT LP Gainesville. Before that, you had Kraftwerk, Tour de France, and then a uh, new music from B52 Cindy Wilson. That song title's Delirious. She's got a brand new album out. It's pretty good. Check it out. But uh, before I head out, I hand things over to the uh, next awesome DJ here at WGOT. Quick reminder, we are still desperately trying to raise funds. Uh, we're doing that through uh, Fred Souter's birthday fundraiser. That's pinned at the top of the WGOT Facebook page, which is a really delightful read. Um, if you're looking for uh, something to find and read online. But uh, yeah, you can find information about the fundraiser pinned to the top. Uh, we're really close to $2,500. That's the goal. We're about $200 short, I believe. So um, get those $5 bills out, those $10 bills out, and uh, give a little to WGOT. Help us keep it on the air. Um, also, I'm easy to find online. All my shows, just Google Cramwell Radio Shows, and that will take you uh, somewhere, somewhere in on the internet, and you can listen to uh, this show, for example, about a week from now, once it airs on the radio. Um, but there you go. And for the closer this week, I don't do this very often, because I usually like to try to leave on an upbeat note, but uh, this past week, Sinead O'Connor died, I believe, at age 57, so pretty young. She had a really kind of tumultuous life and career uh, following uh, her SNL appearance where she infamously tore up that picture of the Pope. Um, but there's no doubt uh, the song that I'm going to play here for the closer is one of the all-time greats. And I'm really happy that uh, Prince actually gave it to her because her version is better than his, believe it or not. So um, here is your closer this week. Uh, rest in peace, Sinead O'Connor. Uh, here is Nothing Compares to You.
Backyard. All I did with 